A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Credit now, Knights versus Roosters. We've already kind of spoken about the Knights, so we'll speak about. Um, oh, we'll quickly speak about the Dane Gagai send off. Oh, ten in the bin. Uh, have you guys seen the video? Yeah, but I, I sort of I found it hard to make out what was what, like. Was it definitely directed at the referee? Well, it was I'm... just like uh, he's. What do you say? He's fucking in the way. He's like he's fucking in the way. Get him the fuck out of the way. So he didn't say yeah. fuck you or yeah. this. I thought, look, I'm, again, like last week, I, I think it was last week, I'm all for the respect refs deserve. And yeah, okay, in a perfect world, should he sworn, you know, speaking to the ref? Yeah, no, but come on. Ten in the bin for that? We're going overboard here. If that's all that it is, I agree. I think that's, if it's... Well, he, he didn't, he's got no suspension, nothing. Okay, well, yeah. Did he even get a fine? <laughs> ten in the bin. Like, that's when you know we've become trigger-happy with a 10 in the bin. That's when you know that refs are just like, yeah, fuck it, 10 in the bin, who gives a fuck? And they're not actually... Like, I know that the, the Newey Knights were, you know, arguably out of the game, but it's like, that's 10 in the bin, that should matter. I think there's a big difference between swearing about you mm. and swearing about something else to you. I, I think that there's a big and you difference know what? there. He was right. There was a blocker next to the play and he couldn't get to the kicker. Uh, I think he was a kicker. Anyway, whoever it was. Yeah. Um, thoughts, Timmy? On, uh, in general? Or just that, the swear, like, Oh, yeah, like, if it wasn't directed at the ref and it was just a frustration at the game itself, please, like, what yeah. an overreaction. What, what I'm not understanding in situations like that too is like, ref, like, I understand the argument could be made, the ref shouldn't have to babysit the players and that, yeah, okay, sweet. But I think if you're good at your job, if you have an issue with something that, that happens like that, you speak to the captain, you get Gago over, you stop the game when you in the next stoppage, you get the captain over, you get Gago over, and you say, you swear at me one more time, you're Gonskis. And then, do you reckon he's going to swear again? Like, no. But instead, it's just like, boom, Ooh. see you later, yeah. 10 in the bin. Like it wasn't a tight game and had more impact on exactly. it. Exactly. And we've seen, though, that yeah. they can affect tight games. Well, look, yeah, anyway. Um, but anyway, uh, Newey Knights, we've already gone over them, the Roosters. Look, I really liked Kiri at six. I really liked Kiri at six. I think that... Um, you know, Sam Walker 
has grown up being the seven, the guy, and I don't think that he has grown up and played enough footy in being a six, and a six is kind of the tip of the spear. You know, Sam Walker is more the handle, and I think we saw that on the weekend, and I think although I would still kind of like to see Joey Manu at six, even though he was out injured, uh, I think that this is a better setup than Kiri at seven and Walker at six. I spoke about it at the start of the year, but I was like, we have to remember... Kiri has never been the seven. Like, we've just assumed that he's going to step into it and be sweet. But he won the comp with Cooper Cronk at seven. Then he had Kyle Flanagan, and I think they came fourth or something. And then outside of that, he hasn't really played a year at seven as the key guy. And so I actually think that this setup is better than the other setup. The Roosters, for me, yes, it was against Newcastle. No denying that. But I actually think when you go and watch their last few games, they are at a much higher standard than what they've been at earlier in this year. I think it's coming together for them. I think... Trent's finally finding out what he's going to work for him. Thoughts, Guru? Yeah, I, I want to see it for a few more weeks. Uh, but, I mean, all signs the other night were very good. Sam Walker, he was handed the keys. I thought he did a great job. It's crazy that we're talking about – how old Sam? 19? It's crazy yeah. we're talking about a 19-year-old and we're sort of almost suggesting like less is more from mm. Radley and Keary who are – Radley's a two-time premiership winner. Keary's a three-time premiership winner. Yeah. And we've got this teenager – just turned 20. Crazy. Wow. Unbelievable. Mm. And I've said it before, you got to remember with Sam Walker as well, he didn't play footy for about a year of his life when he mm. was 18 or so because yeah. of COVID and everything. So for him to be doing what he's doing and everything that I know about rugby league screams to me, <clears throat> do not trust a 20-year-old as your halfback mm. to try and win a premiership with. But so we just need to accept that this kid's a different breed. Yeah, I think so. And I think last year proved it as well. They went better with him at seven. And I, so I just think that I understand, like, look, I think we can all agree we thought that it was smarter to have Kiri at seven at the start of the year. And so no one can knock Trent Robinson for doing that. Mm. But I think it's proven that Sam Walker can only play, not only play, Sam Walker's best position is to be the number one guy. He, he, Kiri grew up, as my understanding is, most of his early NRL was at a six. So he knows how to play as the tip of the spear rather than the spear. What do you think, Timmy? Yeah, I love that. We talk about it every week, the Roosters' spine, and particularly the halves and what the best fit is for the Roosters. And I find it so fascinating watching it uh, evolve every week as Robbo tries out different combinations and, and, you know, who's the more dominant playmaker. And you're right, Kiri made sense, but it's almost like, all right, have, has, have they overthought it going, all those things you just said. Sammy Walker, who in his short stage of his career and juniors, he's always been a dominant seven. Kiri's always been more of a ball running 5'8 and played sort of second fiddle to a game managing halfback. Um, yeah, and it's come out off the back of Sammy Walker playing as a dominant half in his debut year where he killed it. And now one game of you know, giving him the keys and they've, they looked brilliant in attack. Mm. So I, just, I can't wait to see the Roosters play against Manly next week and see what happens. Yeah. And with every game of development, can they be the side that we expected them to be at the start of the year? Mm. Uh, it excites me. Yeah, for sure. I mean... Luke Keary, 126 metres, a try, a try assist, um, 15 tackles, only two misses. Like, yeah, it's against Newcastle, no doubt. But mm. I just think they looked way smoother. Everything looks like it was – it looked like the Roosters that we had been used to seeing. They didn't look clunky. <coughs> Radley even looked a lot smoother. Tedesco seemed – I mean, Tedesco, <laughs> seriously. A try, two try assists, 317 metres, 67 post-contact, 10 tackle breaks, three line breaks, two line break assists, an offload, two tackles. Um He's incredible. But I want to talk about my man, Joseph Suwali'i. Apologies, apologies if it is Suwali, but I think it is Suwali'i. Uh, he is fucking amazing. And if he 
I'm going to go a step further. I said I'd have him in the Australian squad. Right now, right now, he's the form winger in the competition, in my opinion. Boom, I said it. I said it. Crucify me. <laughs> Crucify me. Young hot boy. Young hot boy, best winger in the competition right now, form-wise. Crucify me. No, I think it's fair, mate. I do. I think that he, you know, I think he's the best winger in the air. Do we all agree with that? Mm, yeah, right for sure. Right now. Um, you know, coming out of his own end, I think he's fantastic. There might be one or two guys ahead of him coming out of their own 20, but he's not far behind. Mm. Uh, I, I think as an all-rounder, yeah, I, I, I think it's fair. And I think that you obviously got Brian Toto, who's uh, said that he's going to play for Samoa in the World Cup. I, I think Swali will be a starting winger for the Kangaroos by the end of the season. I really do. I, I think it might be – I think it really might be the case because, you, okay, you've got Adokar that probably will have the other spot. The only other person that could get it from is maybe Dan Gagai or Holmes. Oh, yeah, if, if Turbo plays, then all of a sudden – Holmes and Dan Holmes Gagai, Gagai are yeah, fighting for that spot. And if Latrell plays as well. Yeah, okay, so, so it's maybe he, he won't be, but I think he's playing well enough. To be, if they go for just an out-and-out winger, I think Sawala he could be the guy. Because there could be a world where Holmes and Gagai make obviously they'll definitely make the squad. But Melbourne he might be like, no, I want a specialist winger. I want a specialist winger, and he may make that call. And I, and, and you know, if you said it a few weeks ago, I said you're off your head. But I think Sawali right now is a genuine specialist winger that can score points and run for 200 meters and have seven tackle breaks. Um, Timmy, is is my take crazy? Is he the form winger in the comp right now? Not crazy at all, mate. The bloke is a freak. I can't believe how, for his age, playing at a, a high-profile club like the Roosters who are fighting for the eight, how composed he is. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've seen him flustered or get like emotional about anything. He just goes out there, does his business. Um, absolute weapon. In terms of the World Cup, uh, the, the bloke's guru touched on, will there be a Tom Trebojevic? I mean, assume Latrell Mitchell will be there somewhere. Yeah, sure. um, what a few of the uh, other players decide to do in terms of allegiance. But... You know, every chance he is. But I think probably more realistically, just because of his age and coming a little bit too soon, that he, he might go away with them and play the odd game against the, the weaker nations. Mm. But, you know, if he was required to play on the win for him, you wouldn't have any doubts in the world that he'd go out there and do a job. Yeah. It's unbelievable, like, the sort of character he is. I mean, before his career started, he had the two oldest clubs in this competition fighting over him, like... Mm. You would, like, I know myself when I was 18, if that happened to me, I would have the biggest ego yeah. in the world. This kid. So humble. So humble. Yeah. Nothing. And, he, you know, th- there's times in games where he makes mistakes and things go against him. Not many, to be fair. But when they do, it just, it doesn't rattle him either. Yeah. No, he's, he's just composed all the like, time. His physicality. Like, when have we seen an 18-year-old oh. be shot in blokes off the wing like that? You don't see that often. You just do, like... It takes time to get that man strength to be able to do that. He's 18. He's 18 jamming blokes on the wing. He's uh, Do you reckon Souths are regretting not signing him? Because basically they let him go because he wanted all those clauses and the Roosters were happy, happy to give it to him. Well, it's really interesting because it was uh, Wayne that handled that. And I think Wayne, you know, we're even seeing with the Dolphin situation, he seems like he's quite stern on that. Like if you come here, you want you commit to here. You're none of this like... You know, maybe this, maybe that. Whereas I think Roosters, uh, I guess, mantra was we're so confident in our organisation and we're so mm. confident you're going to love being here that you can have that, fine. We, we back ourselves to make you love this club. And what's interesting, there was a quote, Suwali'i um, basically said, like, so the report had come out that he has a clause where he can leave the club if another team is going to play him at fullback. I don't know how true that would be because that's how would you... 
how would you prove that? You know, very like, subjective. Very subjective. And then I think also there's a, a rugby club. Can you please get the uh, the report? A rugby clause where he can go to the World Cup or something along those lines. Um, but he basically said he's happy to. It's he says he loves the club. He wants to stay there for life. And now I know all young fellas say that. But he's also said he's happy to learn off Joseph Manu and Tedesco. And he feels that Tedesco and Manu were the two best fullbacks in the comp. And, I mean, it's a good point that Matty brings up. I mean, what's been the problem with, you know, obviously the halfback jersey, you know, Ilias has done a good job. But I feel like they, South Sydney, have been chasing their tail trying to fill this gap that Gagai's left all season. Imagine him. Imagine if he was still there. Fuck. Holy shit. And that's the, like, the biggest issue for the Rabbitohs. Literally their biggest issue is their right edge defence, is it? Yep. With their two rookies that are struggling a bit at the moment. I mean, they're getting a bit better, but they were struggling substantially. If he was at the Bunnies, like, we wouldn't be talking about him as one of the best wingers in the game. We'd be talking about him as one of the best centres in the game, I reckon. Yeah, he'd be probably playing centre, I reckon. Depends, like, because, like, you probably want him getting his hands on the ball more as much as possible. And, like, him and Latrell linking up out of... Imagine if if he would have landed at left centre at the start of this season for the Bunnies on that edge, Mm. which is a spot they needed to fill. And he would have played fullback when Latrell was out. So it would have changed. Yeah, really, really interesting that. Imagine Latrell and him in the same team. (laughs) Holy fuck. Um, But, look, I can understand why the Rabbitohs, you know, were firm on it, Mm. you know, because for every, you know, Suwali that stays loyal or whatever, there's another player that fucking bounces when yeah. things aren't going that well. Um, basically, yeah, basically it just says he has a con- uh, clause in his contract that allows him to go to another club or go to rugby. So pretty much he's just got two player options. Yeah, okay. So basically if he wants to leave, he can he leave. He can leave. And one of those is next year. Like he he could leave next year if he wants. Yeah. Like so you, you, you've got to respect the Roosters for backing themselves. Yeah. Like it's a big, big call, but it is paying off massively. He is so impressive. So impressive. Um, Teddy... Far out. Seriously, I don't know. How many more times can we wrap the bloke? Like, what else do you say? He's one of the goats fullback, period. That play the other night where he got it on the left-hand side tram line, mm. broke two tackles, threw it to the right, and then threw the try assist on the right-hand side tram line mm. six seconds later. Like, there's just no one else in the game that does that sort of stuff. Yeah. And if you can find a half, like, I can understand, like, some people make the argument he's two on the ball, and that would be frustrating. And I understand that, like, as a half, you know, as an experienced half, it may be frustrating. We're like, nah, Teddy, like, let me get to certain points on the field. But I think that if you have a half that can work with that, like, fuck. Yeah. And and if it's a young fullback who doesn't have runs on the board that might be screwing up your occasional set like that, I can get why it's frustrating, but. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's Teddy. It's He's Teddy. delivered time and time again. You mm. work around him. You're you're picking at straws if you if that's the issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're worried that he's getting his hands on the ball too much, it's like, bruh, he's won multiple premierships, origin series. He's not the issue. <laughs> There's the issues yeah. elsewhere. Can you imagine going out before a game? Like you've obviously got these doubts. I needed to do this or get this right or this right, and just going. I'm never going to play a bad game. I, like, I don't think it, I've got it in myself to play a bad game. Seriously. You know, like, 
I'd like, I'll throw the challenge out to anyone out there. Has James Tedesco ever played a bad game? Yeah, has he had a bad Because I don't out. remember one. Yeah. I'm sure there might be something out like there. Like 110 metres, three errors, no like no tackle breaks, yeah. couple missed tackles. I'd be, honestly, I'd be outside of the ones where he actually got injured, I'd be shocked yeah. to, to find that game. And, and I mean, like, you even think back to, you know, in his West Tigers days, like, there was times there where he was leading the Dally M and then he got yeah. injured. There was, like, he played State of Origin from fullback for the West Tigers. I know. Like, just respectfully to the West Tigers, obviously, but just an incredible effort what he's done in his career. And even to come back from all the, everything he had to overcome in the early parts, he's, he's a freak, Teddy. I don't know. Like, the amount of ACLs that he did, like, how is he... The most injury-free person ever. Like he, mu- his rehab must be constant. Like he must be, cons- like he, he must be one of the most um, disciplined players in the comp. And, and that's the yeah. other thing. Like oh, I've heard, you know, the Roosters have obviously had a, a fair whack of ACL injuries over the. And I get messages all the time saying, "Oh, it's so do with the Roosters training." I'm, I'm the worst possible person to ask, but geez, the way that they've turned Teddy's career around from doing an ACL every ten months or so, mm. seemingly for a while there, mm. to now. I mean, Teddy's missed hardly any football since he arrived in yep. the Chooks. According to Yahoo Sport, apparently Teddy had a bad game for Italy one day against Ireland. And <laughs> that's all I can find. Fuck. I typed in James Tedesco shocker and that's that's all that came up. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what a freak. Oh, no one was even at the bloody game. How they how would they know if he had a bad game or not? Um, yeah, look, I think I think Roosters, I think they're, they're starting to click into gear. Um, you know, also... I, you know, early in the year, I felt like Teddy was gonna. He was gonna click into gear. I remember I said like, I think that where he's about to explode. I think we're seeing that. I think we're seeing Teddy explode into form. Mm, yeah, um, possibly. And like we have to remember, they did that without Joey Manu. You know. Well, that, but that's the other thing that I, I think is going to be interesting over the next few weeks is that they need to put Manu in. We've he came out and said the other day that he has been given a, a, a bit of a license. Mm. And I, I agree with everything we just said that, you know, it's great that Teddy is so on ball and everything, but once you throw Manu in there, it is going to be hard to balance it all. Yeah, for sure. Because you have got this Ferrari out there at right centre that you don't just want to leave in that corridor, but with the way that Teddy plays, fitting Manu in, could be too it's much. going to be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Connor Watson, easily the best game since he's gone to the Roosters. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, interesting. Another player, he got booed coming on. Got booed by the New Knights fans. <laughs> um, he answered them. He literally came on and made a line break try assist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, happy for Connor. And you know what? Unfortunately for Newey fans, and I'm sorry to rub it in, and I, you know what? I've earned that right because Broncos were terrible the last two years. <laughs> but can you say he didn't make the right decision? Can you say he didn't make the right decision? He clearly did. Like, fuck. What? <laughs> There's no argument against it. Like, they're, they're going to most likely play finals footy. They're sitting in the eight. Newey at the moment, it's a, it's a tough place to be. Watson feels like the sort of guy that, from the outside looking in, he hasn't exploded at the Roosters. Mm. But I'm so confident he's just ticking all the little boxes that he goes along. And then at some point next year or in the finals, all of a sudden Watson will just go bang. Yeah. Well, I mean, this game, 137 metres, five tackle breaks, a line break, 41 tackles, only one miss in 52 minutes. Like, fuck. And he just, like, came on and exploded. Changed the game's momentum. So, yeah, look, Roosters, very, very exciting times. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I'm another, if I'm other teams, I'm getting a bit like, oh, shit, please don't kick into gear because, like, fuck, it could be worrisome. Now. Hey. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.